0: The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14, analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Corey. You can follow me on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter, We're today on the podcast, we're going to chat a little bit about, well, you know, in the previous program, we talked about the Potential biggest regrets for the Denver Broncos. We're going to now talk about the biggest, well, pleasant surprises or uh, maybe something that could be going the Broncos way that maybe fans didn't spot otherwise. So we're going to talk about that today on the podcast. But first, our friends over there at Tap 14, 19, 20 Blake Street, just to hop, skip and jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on Tap 100, Colorado Distilled Spirits. Be sure to go check it out. This season, of course, the Rockies playing their caddy corner to Coors Field 70 Colorado beers on tap, and of course, as I always recommend on the program, candied bacon. It's tremendous. Go check it out. It's tap 14. Tap 14 on the web, tap14.com. Spell out the word 14 for me, tap14.com. Yesterday on uh, the program, we talked about their biggest regrets. So I want to talk about today, the flip side, their biggest potential surprises, of all the offseason moves they've made. And I'm talking about coaching staff, front office, uh, players. And, and I think I have to start at the top because I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised with Vic Fangio. I think there are going to be many individuals who take a very cautiously optimistic approach. I don't blame them. The new head coach hasn't been a head coach since ever. And he is uh, in his 60s now. And a lot of people during the hiring process, they said, well, there's probably a reason why he wasn't hired as head coach. And that may be the case. So I think there's going to be a lot of people cautiously optimistic. But everything he breathes and speaks is a very genuine, which is huge with a head coach because we pick up on it as media and players pick up on it. And that is a great way to get the spiral downward going. It really is. When you are not genuine, when you are not not honest. And I tell you what, if you ask Vic Fangio a question, you will get a answer. A quite honest one and a pretty blunt one. And I, I appreciate that. I also believe that the death by inches is a tremendous saying. And I think the Broncos should be running with this. Like, branding it and everything. Like, make this a big message. You know, when you first walk in, to the locker room, or when you first walk into the facility. They like to put different quotes kind of around the building. Some of Pat Bolin's quotes are up there. That should be one of them. Big orange letters. You know, I don't know how it goes, but it's maybe it just says, death by inches, you know, or avoid death by inches, something like that. Burn it into these guys' brains, because last year, what did we see all the time? Simple fundamentals holding penalties, just dumb situations that you should not be in if you just took care of the little things. I always say, if you take care of the little things, all the little things, because there's a lot of little things, the big thing takes care of itself. So if these small details are taken care of by Vic Fangio and that coaching staff, who knows? Maybe it cleans up the offense, cleans up parts of the defense. The offensive line plays better. And that's going to be my next highlight is Mike Munchak. And and look, maybe people are not going to be as pleasantly surprised because I think he comes in as one of the better offensive line coaches in the league. So I think many people expect it, but I I thoroughly expect to see a totally different offensive line with this Denver Broncos team. And if this Denver Broncos offensive line plays very, very well, all of a sudden you've got a great running game. You're controlling the line of scrimmage. You're rushing for four and a half, five a pop. It's setting up second and short. And that gives you the opportunity to run the deep ball, play action bootleg, get Flacco throwing that and and utilizing his big arm, throwing it deep to a deep ball option in Cortland Sutton. It really is kind of a... Go deep, buddy, and get ready to go up and get the ball. It could be a monster year for Cortland Sutton. And I think that's one of those guys that I that uh I want to also highlight too, because I think people are going to be very pleasantly surprised with Cortland Sutton. People look at Sutton, I I believe at least Broncos wise, is still maybe not ready for the number one wide receiver role. A, because People love Emmanuel Sanders. Fans love Emmanuel Sanders. And they should because he's a great player. But I think there's a ceiling with Cortland Sutton that is just, I mean, just punch the ceiling and raise it 10 more feet because he has the ability when taking advantage of his skill sets to consistently make plays over and over and over and over and over again. We saw last year and there were times in the press box screaming. Multiple media members. We were like, throw it deep. Throw it deep to Sutton. Let him go get the ball because every single time you did, it worked. He has a... And and he's different from guys like Demarius Thomas previously. Demarius Thomas in his heyday, a deep ball threat, but Demarius was never a jump ball wide receiver because he never attacked the ball. He never went up to go after the football. That's what Cortland Sutton does. Sutton has great instincts to go up and get a football, and he has this ability to attack and, and time his jumps correctly. It's just, it's, it's natural skill, and he has it, and Denver should be taking advantage of that, and they're probably, they probably will, because it feeds directly into their game plan with Joe Flacco, like Munchek running that offensive line. And who knows? All of a sudden, it's not realistic. It's not unrealistic to say Munchek gets that offensive line going. All of a sudden, you are running for four and a half, five a pop. It is setting up deep ball opportunities, which is exactly what Rich Gangarella wants to run. This play action. And Flacco has been known to be able to be a excellent deep ball thrower and Sutton is a excellent deep ball receiver. The pieces of the puzzle are there. So we'll see how it goes. I'm also, I I think most people are going to be pleasantly surprised with Kareem Jackson, Bryce Callahan. Uh, I know a lot of people thought Kareem Jackson probably got overpaid just a hair too much day one signing. That's what you got to do to get a guy who is filling such a weakness That the Denver Broncos had. And I think his versatility is going to allow the Broncos so much flexibility with that secondary because they do have a lot of great pieces. Uh, You expect Justin Simmons to be on the field as much as possible, but I think a lot of people do want to see what Will Parks can do in a full time role. And I think there are opportunities to play Parks in that situation at more than what he played last year, and yet still have options with Kareem Jackson to be very flexible to move him outside of the corner. And Bryce Callahan assuming the slot position. Or potentially, you know, again, moving guys around. And I think the only kink that potentially is thrown into that is Chris Harris Jr.'s health. We expect him to be fully healthy. But if he's not, that could throw a little bit of a kink into it. Then when you just you just play generically. Kareem Jackson moves to a corner position. And you have Bryce Callahan. Isaac Yadam, we'll see about Yadam. I actually think Isaac Yadam can be a player. And then you have your two safeties in Parks and Simmage, who I, if you know the program, I am very high on. Very high on those two. So I think for as much as there were opportunities that the Broncos maybe missed in the offseason, we talked about that in the previous program, I think there is a lot to be pleasantly surprised with for this Broncos team. And I think there's a lot of potential here. I, I will say this. Everything they're doing is making sense. Everything they're doing. And it's great because for the last two years, it didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense to drop Bradley Chubb into coverage. It didn't make any sense to move Demarcus Walker into a different position. It didn't make any sense to have Von Miller cover the running backs. The offense was a complete disaster left and right. It didn't make any sense to run Philip Lindsay only eight times a game when he's running for seven yards a carry. It, it none, The red zone play calling was awful. None of it made sense. Now, and I get it, it's a small sample size. And I think in the end, we're all still going to be kind of cautiously optimistic with what Denver is doing. But in the end, at least what they're doing, it makes sense. There's direction. There's a path, and they're following that path, and it makes a lot of sense. I appreciate that, and I'm glad to see it because for the last two years, Denver did not have it. So, again, big thanks to our friends over there at TAP14 and, of course, always at MileHighSports.com where you could check out Broncos news, highlights, player interviews, profiles, breakdowns, and what the Broncos could be doing in the NFL draft. You could check that out at milehighsports.com and the all-new Mile High Sports mobile app. That's milehighsports.com. Milehighsports.com. See y'all. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger